Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Self-Care Simply Made Easy, the show that's all about providing you with simple self-care tips and strategies that help you become the very best version of yourself. In today's episode, I'll be discussing the seven pillars of self-care, why they matter, and specifically how they'll work for you. For more self-care tips and resources, be sure to connect with me on Instagram and YouTube at Naturally by India, which can be accessed through the link provided in the show notes. So without further ado, let's dive right into today's episode. In order to become your very best self, it's important to understand and know that to get to that point, it all starts by simply being in the right frame of mind and headspace in order to take that first step in your journey. And that brings me to the first and one of the most important pillars of self-care, which is mental self-care. It goes without saying that your mental health is absolutely everything. And taking care of yourself mentally is not only vital, but absolutely essential and necessary to your overall well-being. Mental self-care is all about creating a healthy mindset and creating healthy habits that help to improve your overall quality of life. Some examples of mental self-care activities you can start doing right away just to keep your mind in the right place would include setting intentional or personal goals, whether they be big or small, practicing meditation and self-compassion, reading a book, or just by simply resting your mind through taking a brief break from technology or social media. So the second pillar of self-care I want to talk about today is physical self-care. This form of self-care may be pretty self-explanatory just right off the bat hearing it, but nonetheless very powerful and important in so many ways. Daily tasks and simple things like eating a whole or well-balanced diet, regularly drinking water, and getting a good night's rest every night are what you may not have possibly known or thought right away to be forms of physical self-care. Not only does this help you better take care of yourself and your body as a whole, but it's also key to improving your overall mood and energy levels as well, which can be very impactful. So some examples of physical self-care would include working out, drinking water to start the day before doing anything else, which is very uh, beneficial, so I definitely recommend doing that. Another example or activity you could do would be just going to bed earlier in order to get a good amount of sleep, spending time outdoors and in nature, as well as having a soothing or relaxing bath or shower. Implementing these small practices regularly and on a daily basis will have a strong, positive impact on improving your overall well-being. The third pillar that I'll be discussing today would be emotional self-care. Understanding and learning yourself and your emotions is vital in loving and accepting yourself for who you truly are. Emotional self-care allows you to unapologetically be who you are and love yourself unconditionally in the process. Some emotional self-care activities you can start and take action on right away include setting healthy boundaries, asking for help when you feel that you need it, writing down positive affirmations, practicing self-love, writing down your thoughts and feelings in a journal, or just simply by spending time with yourself, distraction-free if you can or if you're able to do so. But nonetheless, this form of self-care allows you to better cope and manage how you feel when facing difficult circumstances and challenges in your life. This also allows you to better improve upon your self-awareness and self-acceptance as well. So the fourth pillar of self-care that I want to talk about next is environmental self-care. Now, in my humble and personal opinion, this form of self-care can often be overlooked, unthought of, or unintentionally just plain old slipped on. But I promise you that once you better understand this pillar of self-care and how it works and how it will impact you, you'll definitely be thanking yourself for trying this out in the near future or even sooner. 
<laughs> than that. But nonetheless, environmental self-care is truly underrated and can make all the difference in the world once you actually begin using this form of self-care in your daily life on a regular basis. This not only helps you have a more of a clear mind, focus, and clarity, but it also helps you to thrive in so many positive ways. Creating, having, and maintaining your environment is a great form of motivation. And in the long run, it just helps you to be more in control of your life and your destiny and allows you to truly, truly take care of yourself. So some examples of this form of self-care include making your bed right after you wake up, which is something I do every day. <laughs> Another example will be listening to music while decluttering your favorite living area or spacing your home. Another example or activity would be just going out and experiencing a new change of scenery, organizing your workspace, or just simply by setting a calm mood when winding down for the evening or night ahead. So it goes without saying that self-care strategies and practices work well and effectively when put right into action. And the best way to do this would just be simply by using my free seven-day self-care planner. This planner was designed to help you choose a primary daily focus, regularly keep track of your goals on a daily basis, and stay accountable in every way possible in a really positive way. To access my free seven-day self-care planner, check the link in the show notes to download and grab your copy today. That way you'll be one step closer to where you truly want to be on your personal self-care and wellness journey. So this next pillar of self-care I'm really excited to talk about is pillar number five, which is financial self-care. So kind of like environmental self-care, financial self-care can sometimes be overlooked and not really recognized right away as a form of self-care, but in truth, it is one of the best and most vital forms as finances play a major, major role in our everyday lives. Having a healthy relationship with money and finances in general, overall as a whole, is absolutely essential and as I previously mentioned, vital as it helps us as humans to alleviate feelings that may come along with it, such as stress and anxiety. So some examples of financial self-care that you can start doing would be maybe setting financial goals, creating a financial plan, reading or listening to professional money-related educational content, implementing healthy money-saving habits, and regularly keeping track of your finances which as a side note, I just want to mention are different strategies and habits that I've personally used in my personal life to help me when it comes to financial self-care. So uh, on a personal level, I would definitely recommend that you start trying to implement some of these strategies to help you when it comes to this form of self-care, as it can be very beneficial and helpful in so many ways. So the next to last self-care pillar I want to talk about today is pillar number six, which is social self-care. Although straightforward, this pillar is not only about just spending time with yourself, but it's also about connecting, reconnecting, building, and maintaining healthy relationships with the people you love and care about the most. This form of self-care is essential um, to helping us feel loved, valued, appreciated, and less lonely, as well as helps us as humans better develop and improve upon our overall communication skills as a whole. So examples of social self-care activities that you can start doing would include spending time with close family and friends, learning how and when to say no, letting your loved ones know how much you love and appreciate them, as well as messaging a close friend or loved one just to express the gratitude that you have toward them. Setting the right boundaries is also a great way to practice social self-care as well. 
The last and final self-care pillar I want to discuss today is pillar number seven, spiritual self-care. Unlike the other pillars of self-care discussed throughout today's episode, this one in particular is primarily focused and centered on helping you focus on yourself internally in order to better understand your true purpose. This form of self-care not only allows you to have a clear focus, but also helps you to find peace, calm, and tranquility, especially when done with intention in mind. Some great examples of spiritual self-care include practicing yoga, meditation, or breath work, going to a place of worship if that's what you choose to do or if that's something you believe in or practice. You could also practice manifestation as well as dedicate a special time or place for personal self-reflection. Of the seven self-care pillars discussed throughout today's episode, no matter which one you choose to dedicate yourself to doing, always keep in mind that these pillars and strategies will allow you to better focus on yourself and your overall well-being, especially in your time of need. So without a doubt and without question, it's definitely worth getting in the habit of implementing these pillars and strategies into your everyday life. With that being said, I just want to say thank you so much for being here and for tuning into today's episode. I truly hope it was impactful for you and really inspired you to take action and meaningful strides in your self-care journey. And if you haven't done so already, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe today so you don't miss out on any future episodes of the Self-Care Simply Made Easy podcast. And as always, don't forget to love on yourself unconditionally because you absolutely deserve it.